What are the seven must-have pages on a B2B business-to-business website? Hey, I'm Sam Dunning, co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com and host of the Top 100 Marketing Podcast, Business Growth Show. If you haven't done so yet, check out our weekly email where we're sharing actionable marketing tips, useful podcasts, free guides, resources, bonuses, and much, much more each and every Monday to start your week off with a bang. Sign up today over at businessgrowth.email. So the seven must-have pages of a B2B website. Well, this is taken from data by looking at our own website, webchoiceuk.com, and checking out our analytics of the pages that are most viewed by looking at many, many different client websites, by speaking to other marketers on the podcast and outside of the podcast, and by looking at many sites and which pages often fall short. So with that said, let's jump straight in. All right, so let's kick it off, starting first and foremost with the homepage. So on many, many websites, the homepage is going to be the majority shareholder. When it comes to your website traffic, it's going to be where most people visit first and foremost. So it needs to really make an impact. So things like loading really quick or under two second load speed time is really important now for websites. Making sure as soon as someone lands on your homepage, they can clearly see exactly what you do, exactly how you help, and then guide them to either learn more or take the next step. So an example on the WebChoice homepage, we've got a clear headline above the fold before you scroll in the top hero area or banner area saying web design, SEO, and web development to grow your business. So a clear value proposition on what we do and how we can help. And then you've got two call to actions under our headline for either view our work to take you through to our results, our portfolio, or straight away the call to action to get a free quote. So that means a lot of people actually are spending ads and even using their homepage as a landing page. So a lot of people direct traffic through advertisement, social media, email, and all that good stuff, SEO, straight to their homepage. So it really needs to, as soon as someone lands on it, they need to know what you can do, what's in it for them, and then how to either contact you or learn more. So that's really, really important. If you're not hitting that mark straight away, then you're probably losing business. And I really, really advise you to go against the classic, we've been in business 30 years, or we're award-winning, or the best in biz. Because ultimately, your customers, your prospects, your buyers do not care about how great you are. They want to care what about what you can do for them exactly. Right, so let's scroll down a bit. Usually after you have the value prop, you have the headline, you have some call to actions, then you might have information on services. So on WebChoice, we've got examples of SEO, web design, and what we can offer in terms of services. Um, Another call to action if people want to get in touch. Then we dive a bit deeper into some of those options and the services we do. Then we have some social proof. So we've got some accreditation, some logos. We've got a strip, a little banner of clients that we're we're working with at household names. A little bit more on kind of our web design services so you can dive in a bit more depth about what you do and what you offer. And then towards the bottom of our homepage, we've got some examples of our work that link through to there. And then a link, some links through to our blog. And then finally, we've got the footer section with another call to action if people want to email us or call us and then just some accreditations. And then finally at the bottom, we've got our footer navigation menu. So if people wanna get quickly through to pages, they can do. And it also helps with SEO, having that sitemap at the bottom. So people can quickly navigate and find the page that they need. So to summarize, your homepage is a massive piece of real estate. In fact, 
a lot of people what you'll find won't always scroll down straight away they want to see that value prop with your headline understand what's in it for them take that next action whether that is requesting a quote booking a demo speaking to sales or learning more or checking out your work make sure it's as easy as possible for people to take that desired next step on your homepage. next up we've got the results case studies or in our case our portfolio page this is actually the second viewed most page on our own site and i know it's similar on a lot of b2b sites too with a bit of variation so the reason this page is important is because it's a chance to actually show you can deliver what you say you can deliver on your homepage value prop actually showing some results so in our case we've got a bunch of our most favorite our most popular website so people can easily click through to them but what you could consider is perhaps you're a product or a service-based industry and maybe you have a selection of some great customer stories some great results that you've achieved and maybe you've got an image of the impact maybe the percentage in increase in ROI or they spent this much with us and they got this much in return and maybe you have a thumbnail image that someone can then click that thumbnail image perhaps you've got six to nine of those and that then opens a detail page with an in-depth review of the case study so perhaps it says look this is the problem they came to us with this is why they chose to work with us this is the impact we had on the organization and this is what results are like now and why they recommend maybe you've got a customer video where the customer actually shares that story maybe you've got a few quotes and then maybe you've got a call to action like at the bottom of our site and in the top menu where people can request a quote or book a demo or call or speak to sales so you're really sharing why people chose to work with you the impact you had and then guiding them to get in touch with you nice and quickly on that case study results or portfolio page. Thirdly, we've got pricing. So how many times have you had an inquiry, a call in or a lead? You've spoken to the prospect, perhaps you've even had a great conversation, they've got a problem you can help with, you believe your product or your service can help them. And then it comes to the, the question around budget and they just don't have the budget to work with you. Even if all the stars aligned, they'd still never be able to afford your solution. Well, this is where your website can come in handy. So before they even call you or inquire with you or book a demo, you can share your pricing packages so people can either qualify themselves in or qualify themselves out. Some of the worst things that I see that I really don't recommend is having a pricing page and then just ramming people to speak to sales, book that demo, and not even sharing anything about your pricing. Because what you'll find is you'll get, you might get more inbound leads, but a lot of those leads won't be qualified. They just won't have the money to deal with you. And that's gonna waste the prospect's time perhaps annoy them and waste your sales team time. So it's just a no-win situation. So in our case, for example, we've got a website pricing page, but this is our SEO pricing page. We have our three most popular plans. Our most popular plan is actually highlighted a different color. We've got a brief outline of the features and then and the goals and the, the specs. And then we've got an option at the bottom of each plan to speak to sales. So discuss a plan, request a quote, and as we scroll down on the page, we've got more detail. So basically above the fold, we've got the th um, three or four most popular plans. As you scroll down, you see more detail about the activities that's included. So if people want to go in depth, they can. Then we're talking about some results we've achieved with our own SEO in our case, but you can talk about your company here. Some more details. So if people want the in-depth analysis of exactly what we do, you've got drop-down menus on that there. And then we've got a video. So some people are visual, some people prefer text. This video actually breaks down in our case how SEO works from A to Z. So if people want a visual, they can do that. And then finally, we've got some social proof to back up our claims. We've got some client stories, some reviews with pictures 
about the actual work and results achieved. And again, you could put video summaries here. So if you've got case studies of customers, that's really, really powerful. Again, showing the problem you, they came to you with, how you fixed it, why they chose to work with you and the results achieved. That's really, really good. And then call to actions. So encouraging people to actually take that next step and get in touch with you. And at number four, we've got the service pages. So this isn't gonna be the time to brag and show how many different thousands of features you've got, but more importantly, break down the problem that customers often come to you with, how are you gonna fix the problem, how are you gonna make their life better, or how are you gonna make their business better with your product or your solution. So in our case, we've got services drop down, and then we've got several drop downs off each one to go into more depth but perhaps you've served different locations or you've got different variations of products depending on size of organizations. And the reason to have several product or service detail pages is useful as well, is not only is it gonna give more info to your prospective customer, but it's gonna help for SEO. So having a detail page for each location served, product offer or service offered is gonna help you rank better on Google. So if we quickly dive into, on our case, our SEO service detail page, we have a quick headline with how we help. We've got a video summary, and then we're just breaking down kind of the value proposition of what we bring when we do an SEO project. We've got some infographics. We've got some customer reviews again for social proof as you scroll down some testimonials. And then we've got clear call to actions so people can easily get in touch as and when they're ready to speak to sales. And then at the bottom of the page, which you can weave in on your service pages, this is also good for pricing pages to handle objections we answer common questions. So if there's common questions you get from prospects each and every week, speak to your sales team, understand what those questions are, and then get a FAQ section. This is great, like I say, for your pricing page to handle those objections, push people to the next step. And likewise, on your service pages, handle those common questions you get. So it's gonna save your sales team time, put people's mind at rest, and then prompt them to actually get in touch with you as and when they're ready to do so. At number five, we have the About Us page. And surprisingly, for a lot of sites I've come across, ourselves included, the About Us page actually takes up quite a big market share when it comes to one of the most common pages people like to check out. So I think one mistake that B2B companies make, and companies in general, is they use it as a massive page to just brag about how great they are, like I was talking about on homepage headlines. We've been in business for this many years, we won this many awards. I mean, it's okay to mention that, but don't emphasize it. One unique approach you can take is actually to take your or share your founder's story. So in our case, we just give a quick summary of why we started, how we started, who we serve, and a very quick paragraph on our company. So nothing too complex or detailed. We don't want to bore prospects. We want to give a quick snapshot of the story, why we started, and who we serve. And then straight away, we're jumping into the value prop that we can provide to businesses, what we help them achieve, and then typical problems that people are gonna to come to us with. And also we're sharing a, a quick snapshot of your team, which you can do, because sometimes I'm sure you'll have prospects where they'll ask kind of who's in your team. So we're sharing a bit of detail about the owners. We've also got a section on useful resources. So if people wanna check out our podcasts, our blog, um, wanna learn more about pricing, we've got quick links to those, or if they want to actually get in touch, we make it nice and easy to do so. And then finally, we've got a summary video, and that's the great thing, if you've got your own podcast, just like we have, we just chuck in these videos which are really relevant so people can understand, in our case, how much does it cost to build a website or SEO strategy. And then finally, like you'll find a common theme in most of these pages, we're leveraging social proof 
So most pages, I encourage you to weave in testimonials, client stories, reviews, ratings, just to give confidence that you're going to do a great job and then guide people to take that next step and to get in touch with you. We are near the finish line. So at number six out of seven, we've got the contact page, or this might be your book a demo, request a call, request a demo page. So this is possibly one of the most important pages after your homepage to actually capture that all important sales lead for your sales team. So one of the first things is having your inquiry form or your demo request form above the fold. So what that means before people scroll straight away, they can fill in your form. That applies to both the desktop view and if you're watching, you'll see on the mobile view, we've got our form on web choice straight away so people don't have to scroll or mess around. And with the form, with your contact inquiry form, I recommend only including the crucial field. So in our case, we ask for name, email, phone number, how did you hear about us? So we know which marketing channel they came through. We've got a budget field so people can give us a recommended budget. We've even got a link to our pricing page if people want to check what pricing range we start at to help qualify them in or out. And then a quick summary of the project that they're looking for, a capture form. So capture basically helps you reduce spam, which I recommend because if you're marketing your site, you'll find you'll get a lot of spam inquiries. So Google recapture form. And then the call to action, instead of just submit, we've actually got get my free quote and that's highlighted in orange as the button to submit the form so yours might be request my consultation call or get my free demo or book my tailored demo today so rather than just submit it's actually prompting them what that next step clearly is in the call to action at the end of the form is the button and then one thing that i recommend that's a bit different is having a testimonial or a review next to your form so some people might have anxiety before they actually fill in your form. As weird as this sounds, a lot of people will come to your contact page, but they will not convert into a lead. So this actually reduces the risk. What you can do is share a testimonial, a client story of literally copy and paste their testimonial, their image of um, the problem they came to you with. Again, how you helped, what life is like now and the results you've brought to them. Include their name, their company, their picture. Or if you've got a video testimonial, even better. Place it right next to your inquiry, field, inquiry form. And then that's going to most likely help you see a small uptick in the amount of leads you get. One alternative to an inquiry form is using a calendar booking tool like Chili Piper, where you can literally, the customer can choose the date, the time that they want to speak to a sales rep, and that goes to the right sales rep instantly. So that's an alternative to get B2B meetings booked in straight away. Apart from that, just a bit more social proof on the page. So in our case, we've got accredited brands, brands that we work with. And then if people want to give us a call or if people want to email us instead of filling out a form, they've got the option there to do so, which you can add too. And lastly, at number seven, we've got perhaps one of the most neglected pages I ever see on websites. It's the thank you page. This is actually a really, really important page. Firstly, because it means if you're running ads, if you're running marketing, you're doing SEO, you're driving traffic to your site, you can actually link your thank you page to your Google Analytics or your analytics software. So you can successfully track conversions and then measure the amount of inquiries you're actually getting through your form or your demo request form. Um, but most importantly, a lot of sites I've been on in the past, especially where I've filled out their form to speak to a sales rep and it's I've clicked submit and it's just refreshed the page. So I've no idea if the form's actually gone through and if someone's going to be in touch with me, I'm just left confused wondering if a sales rep's going to get in touch with me, which is a really bad first experience of a company. So making a great thank you page is a smart idea because first of all, you can thank people for getting in touch. Then you can actually tell them if you want to, if you want to really leverage trust, 
how long it's going to be until a sales rep's in touch. In our case, we say, thanks very much for getting in touch. We're looking forward to chatting you with you. Sam or Tom will be in touch within 24 hours. Most of the time, we're in touch within a few minutes as we've got inquiries linked to our smartphones. Alternatively, you can give people the option to call you. So you can give a number to call if they want to speak to someone straight away. Then we've got a funny GIF. So we've actually got, I think, Leonardo DiCaprio raising a glass of champagne, but yours could be a, someone popping a champagne, someone cheering or something different. And then finally, on that thank you page, we've got, here are some useful resources you might enjoy. So in our case, we've linked uh, our videos to our YouTube channel. Maybe you want to link to articles, to a podcast, to some guides. So really giving someone the best possible experience as soon as they've taken the time to fill in our form and saying, look, this is how long it's going to be before we're in touch. If you want to phone us quicker, you can do so. Here's a funny GIF and here's some resources. So they're already thinking, well, this, this brand's taken an effort to try and please me. I'm really excited to speak to their sales team and see if they can help me out. And there we have it. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of the seven must-have pages of a B2B website. As always, if you found the show useful, a quick rating on your podcast channel would be much appreciated. Or if you're on YouTube, a quick subscribe, I'd be really, really thankful for. And with that, I shall catch you on the next episode. Cheers. Chili Piper is the most advanced routing and scheduling software for B2B revenue teams. Its product helps demand generation teams convert more leads into attended meetings, sales teams book more demos faster, and customer success teams to delight their customers. Companies like Shopify, Forrester, Spotify, and Gong use Chili Piper to double their inbound conversion rates, eliminate manual lead routing, and streamline critical processes for meetings. Book your free tailored demo today at chilipiper.com. That's C-H-I-L-I-P-I-P-E-R.com.